Hi, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right. Today we have Kaylin Dore with us. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kaylin. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So Kaylin is here representing Getter today. We love Getter. It is a conservative platform. I have an account. Girls Gone Right has an account, so make sure to follow us there. Kaylin is going to give us a little insight on the fall of Twitter and Elon Musk. As we know, this has just like been taking up the headlines the past few weeks. It's been nonstop talked about, and it's just everywhere. So what, what is going on with Twitter and Elon Musk? Yeah, well, they actually, uh, uh, shareholders called for a vote, I think a few hours ago, uh, to talk about whether or not uh, they're going to go through this deal. So, uh, you, you know, it's obviously a moving target. Uh, I'm not buying the fact that Elon Musk didn't do his homework before jumping into this. He is like the richest guy in all of humanity. Uh, you don't just, you know, drop that kind of cash without doing even a little bit of research. So, uh, and I, I think what we're seeing here is ultimately this is going to fail and the, the America, not only the American public, but the public at whole is going to learn an awful lot about what's been going on behind the scenes of Twitter through discovery in this lawsuit and things like that. I mean, the fact of the matter is Twitter loses money. They don't they don't make money. And I think Elon saw this as a business opportunity to reach out to an underserved market and conservatives or people who feel like they've been banned uh, or shadow banned or canceled, right? And um, I mean, it's just not going to work out if no one's using the platform. Uh, I think he's also, at the end of the day, even if this somehow magically goes through, he's going to have an easier time you know, getting a Tesla on the moon than he is fixing Twitter. I mean, that's just plain and simple. So what do you think his intentions were behind buying Twitter? Because like you said, he probably, he's one of the richest men. He probably knew about these issues beforehand. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, he wanted to spend some time uh, exposing the problem. So this is something that we, we actually run into quite a bit here at Getter is there are entire generations of, of folks, you know, young men and women who don't know anything different than the cancel culture that permeates our society now. And so, you know, every day Elon Musk was in the news doing this, it's, you know, millions, if not billions of dollars in earned media towards this cause. I mean, it was great for us, right? Because people were seeing that, oh, wow, okay, uh, there are shadow banning, they are canceling folks, I need to find somewhere else to be. And, you know, we saw an over 300% increase in signups the day that he announced that he was buying Twitter. So it's it's absolutely fascinating. It's like people aren't aware that there's a problem. Uh, and so he did a really good job at the end of the day, exposing the issue that's, a little, that's under the hood. So how do you think that the employees of Twitter feel about this? Because they have been upset that now the public can't trust their huge platform anymore because all of this news has come out. Yeah, I mean, I think they're all very, very upset because what you have at Twitter is the tech, it can probably be saved, but it's it's broken you know, in a lot of ways. Um, but at the end of the day, that culture there is so toxic and it's unforgiving for folks that think differently than them that, I mean, he could, Elon could buy Twitter redesign the technology, but the brand, the damage that's been done to his brand, in addition to the the culture there, are really what's going to prevent him from turning anything around if magically this goes through at the end of the day. Um, and, and so, you know, I think they're all upset. 
they're all upset because fundamentally, if you ever talk to a, a socialist or a radical leftist or, or any of these people uh, who, who despise conservatism, they feel empowered, they feel as if they have a moral high ground. This is something that I hear a lot from younger users on our platform, uh, is that at the end of the day, because they have a stranglehold on our culture, uh, you know, Hollywood, uh, social media, all of it, um, these people feel empowered uh, as if, you know, they know better than you do. Uh, and that makes conservatives feel alone. Uh, that makes people who are in the other feel very alone. And that's when they win, right? That's their sweet spot. That's when they get stronger and they're able to continue to build apparatus that that, that censor conservatives and, and they get away with it in broad daylight. Like fundamentally, at the end of the day, they think so lowly of people like you and I that they haven't hidden any of this since the beginning. Uh, and so that's that's truly what we're dealing with here. Uh, the employees at Twitter are just absolute. They, they are just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And I think that Elon has done a job that many of us have been needing. And it was the wake up call that a lot of people needed to see. So regardless of what's happening next, he's already made a huge difference. And I think it's definitely going to have a great effect on October. How do you think that getters is of how this all played out? Yeah, I mean, I think any, um, any attention towards the broader issue is a good thing for us. Uh, even you know when Truth Social launched, for example, it was great news for us because people were, like I said, they were being driven towards finding a solution to this problem. Uh, and, and so I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's a really good thing for us um, because we have all the tech, right? We've got live streaming, we've got short form video and uh, TikTok and Instagram kind of form and vision. Um, we've got direct messaging, we've got like your kind of your short blogging like Twitter. We have all of it. Tech works. We're not going to cancel anyone. Why not? Uh, at the end of the day, like, why not us? And uh, I, I think that this really just, the more you lift it up, and uh, don't get me wrong, the Twitter employees have absolutely been doing shredding parties in the HQ for like two or three months now. Uh, but we're still going to find out a lot of just truly gross things, I imagine. And uh, uh, this isn't the end, that's for sure. Yeah, and it's it's not like Elon has done anything. The only thing is is that he just took off the blanket of something that was already there. So it was exposed. It was already going on. It was already happening, but we were all blind to it. So he just exposed it, and now we're left with the truth. So it has upset, unfortunately, a lot of people. But for Getter, um, Twitter's issue is that they can't control the free speech. They've had multiple lawsuits the misinformation about the election and COVID. How does Getter deal with that? Uh, it deals with misinformation specifically? Yes. So since it's a free speech app, Twitter says that they don't want free speech so they can control that because they've had lawsuits. Getter does promote free speech. So how does Getter deal with that kind, those kinds of things? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately uh, here we want it to be a fun, safe place for your entire family. Uh, to jump on and be a part of. So we do have, you know, AI moderation. This is what separates us from a lot of others, right? We've got AI moderation that stops things like, I don't know, beheading videos or child trafficking, like some of the things I think we all fundamentally agree, like probably shouldn't be on the internet to begin with. Uh, the, this stops that. And then we've got human folks going through there and making sure we're scrubbing it. The, the way I like... Uh, 
I'd like to describe this to, to folks as, you know, what's welcome on Getter is pretty much anything you would want to say to your mother or anything. You wouldn't want to say anything uh, on Getter that you wouldn't want to say or shout in like a grocery store, for example. So it's we, we like to think of it as like a social contract of mutual respect. Like we'll respect your right to free speech and you'll respect, respect you know, ours and our other users, uh, you know, just humanity at the end of the yeah. day um and so that's that's kind of how it works and i think that boils down to the relationship between users and legacy social media now right like when you sign up for an app you expect to be treated fairly and with you know i, I like to use i like to co-op the less words like equitably right and uh they don't do that so you you they hide the rules they're not transparent I mean, we have very clear community guidelines on our site uh, and, and all that good stuff. And I mean, like, no one knows what the rules are on Twitter. Are there banning people to say groomer like randomly or uh, it, it's just absolutely crazy. So I think that's kind of how we handle it. It's not hard in theory, uh, but it is like I always say, running a social media is very tough in execution. Uh, and I think so far we've done a pretty good job. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. So I have to bring it up because this is like one of my favorite topics. So Trump, Obviously, Twitter was not a fan of Trump. He got put in a Twitter jail. Do you think that Twitter had the right to do so? And that was that fair? Well, I absolutely don't think so. I, I think what we saw there was, again, a bunch of nerds in Silicon Valley, a bunch of nerds in hoodies telling you and I what we can or can't consume. Uh, and I think that's been one of the most stark things that we've noticed running this company over the last year is that we get mad about it, right? But imagine if that guy, that nerd in a hoodie, didn't even live in the same country as you. That's what's happening in other places. Uh, they're going out there canceling, you know, accounts for presidential candidates uh, or candidacy in other nations. I mean, we're up in every continent, I think, except for Antarctica. And if my boss watches this, I'm not going to Antarctica. I love you. I love the company. I'm not doing it. Um, but this is what we're seeing. It's a, it's a systemic issue, and it has everything to do fundamentally with the ideology of the people pulling the strings. It has nothing to do with, with the tech or the promise. I think social media is a great thing. I'm an army brat, right? So I grew up moving every year of my life. Uh, and if I didn't have social media, I wouldn't have had friends. Not like I have a lot of friends now, but I wouldn't have had friends growing up. I wouldn't be able to connect with these people and stay in touch. And so fundamentally, social media, all that good stuff is, is, is good. But where we've lost the way is these these people think they know better than you. They think they they see you as a product and they sell your data and they do all that stuff. And that's really where they lost their way. Yeah, definitely. Big tech looks at the users as a product. I mean, we are making them money. They just find ways to manipulate our minds. And especially you know, the younger generation stepping into this, they are just like growing up with social media and they don't really know anything different. So I feel like now is just definitely a crucial time to get involved in to make sure that we have that freedom of speech because if kids just hop on a platform, they're seeing only what big tech wants them to see. That's how big tech is going to win is by taking over the future and just that's what kids are being exposed to. So there's no better time than now to fix the issue of social media. Do you think that Elon could have a chance at fixing Twitter? I don't. No. I think it's done. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I think from the tech to the brand to... You know, you're not going to find enough people 
with self-respect to go work there after this who like who like believe in free speech right um those people they just uh there's diametrically opposed to this this thing this this movement that we're that we're seeing gather steam over the last year and a half so i i don't think i think it's done uh honestly i wouldn't buy it if i were elon musk uh if i had that kind of money lying between my couch cushions cushions i wouldn't buy it uh, i also wouldn't want people digging around in my life like they've been doing for the last you know three months and pitching hit pieces on me the way they have uh so i would absolutely stay out of it if i were him but you know, good for him for, for sticking in there and doing something that I think we all fundamentally agree needs to be done. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's toast. Yeah, me too. And honestly, I have not had a Twitter account since like 2012. I didn't know that people were still using it. So I've just been out of the loop. So <laughs> I guess I'm just thinking ahead that it's, it's just not going to last. So who do you think, is there going to be a social media rising that's going to be able to take over or become the next Twitter? I mean, I think I think we're very well positioned to do just that here at Getter. And what I like to tell folks is, if you think you know right now what social media looks like in ten years, you're you're full of it. I, I just I don't buy it. Uh, you know, advancements in technology and phones and you know all that kind of access. Um, I mean, no one can really truly predict how that's going to go. But what I can say is that. Out of every company out there, the only ones that are innovating, the only place in the world where you can go for all those features I listed, you know, short form video, blogging, uh, live streaming, direct messaging, there's only one place in the world where you can do that and also not get canceled for who you are or what you believe in. Um, and so, you know, I think with our, our mission firmly in hand, I think that's us. I genuinely believe that we are the next big thing. Uh, and this has been, if anything, this isn't a job to me or our CEO, Jason Miller, or any of our staff or engineers. I mean, this is our lives. We know that the, the heart of society uh, is at stake here if we don't get out there and, and really change hearts and minds and, and get people on the app. So uh, I think we could do better than Twitter at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think it's just been a long time coming is that people have been abused by Twitter and their policies and big tech just seems to always have the upper hand. And I think a lot of people have had enough of it. And now that Elon Musk has pulled the blanket over everything that they've been doing and they're kind of exposed now. They've lost a trust they've lost the trust of their own employees as well as a lot of users. So I think now is the time where people are questioning if they should switch to another social media platform. Um, so now is a really good time to sign up for another social media platform and just leave your Twitter behind yeah. because obviously things are not going well. It's so hard to leave a social media platform because like feel like you've built something like you have your friends there. It's just so comfortable mm -hmm. and like being to another platform just honestly seems like a lot of work. But when you think of it in the long run is that they're not going to be putting people in Twitter jail and your voice isn't going to be limited somewhere else. It's worth it. Like I'd rather be able to speak my voice and not get censored on everything and not have Instagram throw up a fact checker on something that is completely accurate because they just, I mean, it is just a completely one-sided platform, both Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's all one-sided at this point. And it just is so unfair. So now is the time to move to a different platform. But with, with the Twitter deal going on, 
what what do you think the possible outcomes of this court case is going to be? Because it seems like they're he's either going to have to buy it because it's too late, they can renegotiate, or do you think Elon's just going to walk away from the whole deal? I mean, I'm no lawyer, but I, I don't see, based off of what we're seeing publicly, I don't see a way in which they can force him to go through with this simply because they lied to him about, you know, the, the efficacy of the platform. Um, and, you know, maybe a judge doesn't care about that or not. But I think at the end of the day, there's no way. I mean, it would be like me handing you a sandwich, telling you there's ham and turkey in it, and then you opening up the bread and there's just like a tomato. Uh, like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me as just someone who, obviously, I, like I said, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not an expert in this kind of thing, but as a consumer, as a normal human being from time to time, uh, I would think that there's no way they can make him do this. Yeah, and I also just think that he's Elon Musk. So he, Twitter has a lot of power, but I think that man has a lot of power too. I think it's going to be a pretty good fight, and it's going to be very interesting. I mean, either way, it doesn't even matter how this ends up if he continues with Twitter. If he gives it up, I think he's just already kind of just like made his mess, and it's already exposed. It's already out there. What's done is done. And I feel like maybe that was his intention all along. This is like one of the world's smartest, richest men. So he had to know exactly what he was doing going into this, as you said. So it would just be kind of funny if he didn't know all this was going on when he's literally owns Tesla and knows rocket science and all of this. And he had no idea that that was good. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like maybe his intentions were to just kind of give everyone a heads up of what social media, what's actually going on behind closed doors, especially at Twitter, especially because they've been putting the most restriction on what people are saying on their social media app. So I think he did a great job at whatever he was intending, whatever it was, he did it. And <laughs> I think we kind of, he did everyone a favor. Do you think that, what what went on with Elon Musk and Twitter? Do you think that's going to affect how things turn out in October? I think that issues like the economy are obviously uh, going to be top of mind for a lot of people. I don't know that it should be, obviously, but I don't know that it will be something that's top of mind for, for voters going into the ballot boxes, you know, the, this upcoming election cycle. But what I will say is, uh, this is going to get worse around those times. It always does. Every time there's an election, they always overplay their hand just a little bit. Um, and so I think I would get my popcorn ready uh, because this is going to be a, a heck of a show. We're going to see them obviously put their thumb on the scale for one person or another in some of these key races. And uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. And of course, everyone, no matter what party you're on, uh, is welcome to come discuss it on Getter. Yeah, I love that. And it is going to be very interesting because I feel like big tech, no one's even really thinking about this because the inflation is so high, people can't think straight. That's yeah. going to be on the top of everyone else's list, but it's going to be very interesting. And as Kaylin said, make sure you download Getter because, guys, social media is literally taking our voices from us. And there's so much going on behind closed doors that we, we don't even know. It takes a man of that much power to expose everything. Elon Musk, one of the richest, smartest men, had to actually buy Twitter or it could just be exposed to everyone. So now is the time to step away from Twitter and start finding a different app where you can at least speak your voice and get your friends to go on it too so we can all have 
at least like an equilibrium on the app and have these kinds of conversations because it doesn't all have to be one-sided. And I think that that's, that's the goal here. No, definitely. It's the marketplace of ideas for a reason. It used to be that you and I could come on and talk about something and you come to a better conclusion, but instead you get on here, you're a racist. I'm, you know, like a Nazi or something. That's just like how it works now. Um, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. It really shouldn't. We should be able to get to the bottom of the issues and that's what makes our country great. Yeah. So the, the closer we get to the pen on that, the better off we're all going to be. Agreed. Well, thank you so much, Kaylin, for coming on and talking about the whole Twitter Elon Musk scandal and just spreading the word of gutter. So thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening.